my dear brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, St. Ignatius, the founder of Jesuits, often ended his letter to Jesuits going to the missionary areas with this expression, Ite inflammate omnia, which means, go set the world on fire. And in St. Peter's Square in Vatican, there is a huge statue of St. Ignatius of Loyola giving the mandate to St. Francis Xavier to go and set the world on fire. And beside this huge statue, there is a fire extinguisher that was hanging on the wall, which caught the attention of the journalist. And that picture became a viral on the social media. And sometimes in our profession of Christian faith, we often shy away in voicing out. We shy away in taking stand for justice and truths. Instead of setting the world on fire, we just carry the fire extinguishers and we compromise on many things related to our faith. Jeremiah, in the first reading, is presented as experiencing the consequences of burning word of God within him. And Jeremiah's preaching divided the city and incited such opposition that people sought his death. He showed the courage of his prophetic conviction by talking, by telling the king, Zedekiah, that the Lord God said he had to surrender to the mighty army of Babylon empire to save Israel. The result was that Jeremiah was thrown into a deep muddy well or cistern to die for his treasure. And standing in this prophetic tradition, St. Paul in the second reading challenges the Judeo-Christians to stand firm in their faith in Jesus Christ, ignoring the ostracism This gospel reading is like those few passages in the Bible which is difficult to understand and accept. In today's gospel, Jesus speaks of fire and division. And this statement speaks a huge, has a huge debate as to how Jesus, the Prince of Peace, will bring division instead of unity. And let us try to understand these statements. Jesus said, I have come to set the earth on fire. What is the symbolism of fire in the Bible? There are five symbols that can be associated with fire in the Bible. The first, fire gives light. Exodus chapter 13, verses 21 to 22, we read, Yahweh preceded them by day in a pillar of cloud, to show them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so that they would march by day and by night. God was like a pillar of light walking before the people of Israel. And Jesus, by saying this, I have come to set the world on fire, 
Jesus is telling that he came to grant us the light. He will be in front of us to show us the way. And many times we are confused which way we must take, which way we must go. But Jesus, the light, will show us the way. And he will show us the way and right way to live our life, our Christian faith. And the second, the fire consumes and transforms. In the first book of Kings, chapter 18, verses 38, it, we read, Then Yahweh's fire fell and consumed the bond offering and the wood. Prophet Elijah, when he offered sacrifice, God accepted it. The fire consumed the offering. And Jesus is telling that he will transform us and make us worthy as the children of God, just as those offerings were received by God. So also Jesus transforms us with the fire of love. And this happens in every Eucharistic celebration that we participate. The third, fire destroys. Sometimes we know how the forest fires can cause such devastation. It destroys everything on its path. And the same thing we read in the book of Genesis, chapter 19, verses 23 and 24, Sodom and Gomorrah, how God burnt those sinful cities. And Jesus is telling he will destroy the works of evil. And Jesus came to win the battle of Satan. And he will destroy all the sinfulness in our life and makes us pure once again. And provided we only need to give our consent, we need to accept him, then he can destroy every sin, purifying us and sanctifying us. And the fourth, the fire purifies. Jesus, through the fire of his love, cleanses and purifies. We experience this purification every time we go to the sacrament of reconciliation. And the fifth, the fire gives warmth, symbol of Holy Spirit. And we read this in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, at Pentecost. The tongues of fire came, descended, which descended upon the apostles, and Jesus came to give us the same Holy Spirit. And that is the meaning of fire that Jesus was speaking about in today's gospel reading, my dear brothers and sisters. He wants to set all of us on fire, that we may experience his light, that we may be transformed in our life, that the sin which is in us may be destroyed, and we may be purified, and we may receive the Holy Spirit in our spiritual life. And regarding the division that Jesus speaks in the gospel reading today, belief in Jesus and commitment to him causes fire of arguments to erupt between the believers and non-believers in the same family or a community, resulting in the division of families and conflict in the society. C.S. Lewis once said, that the gospel was concerned to create new people, not just nice people. And let us look at the young people in our society. 
for that matter, let us take young people of our own parish who will be in middle school and high school this year. Those who refuse to go along with the drinking and drugs and those who refuse to let others take advantage of them physically will all be given some sort of nasty labels. Life would be much easier for them to go along with the crowd. But being rooted in the Lord's demands, that would be a kind of minority. And being rooted in the word of God is a challenging. And let us also think about our parents. So the parents, as all are getting ready to go to the school, they will be criticized this year, school year, for setting moral standards within their families. Their own children will tell them that they need to get real and allow them to go along with what everyone else's parents allow them to do. Basically, a contemporary immorality. Many of the parents of our parish and all the parents will have to put up a terrible struggle to stand up for what is right and true in their own families and in, in their own homes with their own children. So this is a struggle and it's a division that could create. But living for the Lord is worth a great struggle. And consider the senior citizens. Every day presents a new challenge for them to embrace faith and trust in the Lord and hope in Him and live in the light of Christ, having to overcome all these physical, social, and psychological barriers. But all those who stand in form faith will experience God's graces in their life. Hence, my dear brothers and sisters, a true follower of Christ is a threat, a source of division, a light that would show, show up in the darkness. Such a person will be opposed by those who want to live always in darkness. And it is a, there is a saying, when I give bread to the poor, they call me saint. But when I ask why the poor have no bread, they call me communist. The same thing would happen to us. When you just be calm, when we just don't bother about anything, nobody will question us. But when we stand for the values of the gospel, the people stand and people will oppose and they, we become a threat for so many of them. My dear brothers and sisters, today's gospel reading is inviting all of us to be like Jeremiah, to be like St. Paul, to stand firm in our faith and to be fired up in our way of living and our relationship with the Lord. And that would bring a lot of blessings and a lot of graces in our life. But that is not easy because it is a struggle and we will be opposed. But the end result will be wonderful. And to leave this faith, we need not read bundles of books, hundreds of books. Just take the scripture, read faithfully, and understand every word of it. And then you and I will be fired up to be a witness to the world. And that will be a wonderful results that we can experience at the end. Noah, in the, New Testament, in the Old Testament, with a bunch of people who had faith in the Lord, built ark, and finally they experienced new life, a new creation. 
and the bunch of professionals build Titanic ship and they all sank in the middle of the sea. Same thing would happen to us. We have to be fired up with the word of God and we have to stand for justice. We have to stand for the values of the gospel. And then we will experience one day the reward that the Lord prepared for all of us. In this mass, my dear brothers and sisters, let us earnestly pray that we may be fired up with the word of God and with the body and blood that we receive in the Eucharist so that we may stand firm in our way of living and all the moral values and moral teachings that we get from the scripture. Amen.